0: Hello, and welcome to the eLearning and Instructional Design for Beginners podcast, where new and aspiring instructional designers start, grow, and advance their careers in instructional design and online learning development. I'm your host, Crystal Harper. I'm a former school teacher who transitioned to instructional design, all while working full-time as a single mom. Would you like to become a successful instructional designer without the burden of earning another degree? Well then, let's get started. Hey everyone, my name is Crystal Harper, the leader of the e-learning and instructional design for beginners mastermind community. And I'm super excited to be with you where we're going to talk about how to build an instructional design portfolio. Not only are you going to learn how to build your portfolio, you're going to leave here feeling confident and moving forward with pursuing a career in instructional design and online learning. Today, we live in a fast changing world In a world where technology plays a vital role in everything we do, gone are the days when companies hire you based on years of experience or formal education. Today, hiring managers are more interested in what specific skills you have and what you can offer to the organization and to be able to showcase your skills to prospective employees. And to be able to build your skills to prospective employees, building an instructional design portfolio is the best way to go. Your instructional design portfolio is what you will use to demonstrate your skills to future employers or clients. It's a personal record of your work and growth as an instructional designer. Creating your portfolio is probably the most essential thing that you can do to land a full-time corporate job or work full-time for freelance clients. An impressive portfolio will help you uncover your skills and get those interviews. Ideally potential clients or hiring managers will visit your portfolio, see your work and envision you delivering similar quality work for them or for their organization. The goal of your instructional design portfolio is to convince the client or hiring manager to move you into the next phase of the hiring process. So I've come to realize that most people that are trying to get into the field of instructional design have common obstacles when they're trying to build their portfolio. So it can be very confusing completing all the components that are necessary for building a portfolio that gets you noticed and hired. We all ask ourselves questions like, how can I possibly build a portfolio if I don't have any experience? And what components do I actually include and where should I host it? Well, that's what I'm here for. So during our time together, I'm going to walk you through a step-by-step process to building an instructional design portfolio, even if you have zero experience in the field. One of the biggest problems that I first faced when I first got started, and really the biggest problem that I see a lot of other people face when it comes to building their portfolio, is figuring out what components that should be included in the portfolio. When I was first learning instructional design, I was very confused as to how I should actually build my portfolio. And I also had no idea how important it really was. I really wish I would have known that in the beginning. If so, I would have started working on my portfolio from the very beginning. However, it wasn't until my last semester in school that I actually learned this. But thankfully, the university that I attended provided a course that walked me through building my portfolio, except I really wish I had taken it a little earlier than at the very end. What I learned in the course about building my portfolio was so helpful. So that's what I'm going to talk with you about right now. Instructional design is a field rooted in learning theories and instructional models. While institutions and companies often share and practice common theories and models Each has its own mission and expectations that drives its practices and ultimately its choices and staff. When a hiring committee is considering you as a potential candidate, they will want to know if your beliefs, theories, and practices will support and or enhance their company's environment. By providing potential employers with your portfolio, you offer them a glimpse of who you are, what you've accomplished, and what you believe in as an instructional designer. Building a portfolio is great practice for every professional to have, no matter what industry you're in, but it's a must have for instructional designers. A good portfolio can set you apart from the rest of the candidates. Your portfolio should be professionally designed and organized. Each deliverable in your portfolio should be clearly and properly designed prior to presenting it to your potential employers. It should not only be well organized, but well thought out. Your portfolio should be of high quality and professionalism of materials and appearance and presentation and performance. Your portfolio should reflect what you've learned over time. It should also reflect and include items that you've created and demonstrate your learning and expertise. Your portfolio demonstrates your abilities, creativity, and knowledge for potential clients and employers. Keep this focus as you build each section of your portfolio as outlined on the screen. Your portfolio should include projects and products that you developed and you're most proud of and an employer or client would be interested in seeing your skills. So common components of your instructional design portfolio includes materials that you've created, including the skills that you've obtained and competencies that you've developed, your professional resume, your website and or blog, and your philosophy statement. If you're a former teacher transitioning to instructional design, you most likely developed a philosophy statement before entering the teaching field. Prior to starting your portfolio, it's a good idea to get inspiration from others. This will help you get a better idea of the functionality and look and feel that you'd like to see in your own portfolio, as well as what's standard for the instructional design industry. Step one in portfolio building. Start by identifying the type of position that you're seeking. This will narrow your focus and help you decide which skills to demonstrate in your portfolio. The field of instructional design is filled with a variety of different career roles and titles. Spend some time learning about these positions and choose one role to focus on to get started. In phase two, mastering the basics of instructional design, you'll learn all about the different types of roles and careers that are out there. The second step to building your portfolio is exhibiting your skills. Initially ask yourself and answer these three questions. Number one, what am I good at? Number two, what do I enjoy doing? And number three, what do I want to be hired for? Display these skills and tailor the materials that you create in your portfolio towards these specific skills. You also need to review example portfolios. Prior to starting your own portfolio, it's a good idea to get inspiration from others who already have built a successful portfolio. This will help you get an idea of exemplary styles as well as the functionality and look and feel that you'd like to see in your own portfolio. When viewing these portfolios, take notes on the following features. The information displayed on the homepage, the designer's strengths, the portfolio's structure and organization, the ease of navigation, the description and presentation of the projects, and the graphics and text organization. The next step is to create the sample projects. If you've already created real world projects that you can share, that's great. But it's completely okay if you need to build your projects from scratch. Actually, by creating your own sample projects, you'll be given more opportunities to showcase the full range of your skills. And you're also not limited to specific brand standards or have to deal with the opinions of others such as clients or SMEs. From the instructional design position and the skills that you determine that you would like to display, begin creating these sample projects and then it will finally be time to build your portfolio website. After you've created the sample projects for your instructional design portfolio, it's then time to build your website. This may seem like a daunting task, but it's actually much easier to build a website now than it used to be. When I was in high school, I learned how to create HTML. I just can't believe how much things have grown since then. So that was 25 years ago now. That is crazy. Okay, but to build your website, you first need to determine the domain and hosting tool. You may want to consider buying a domain name for your portfolio website, this is really the best option because it will allow you to use your name or a version of it as your URL or you get to pick your URL completely. But if you wish to use a free domain, most free platforms will allow you to have a site with a URL that uses a combination of your name in it as well as the platform. So there's a vast amount of platforms out there that you can use for your instructional design portfolio. To get started, a free and really easy-to-use tool that can quickly get your portfolio just up and running in just a couple hours is Google Sites. I really don't recommend it, but it's the best, quickest option if you're trying to go super fast. Otherwise, I suggest getting something like GoDaddy, Wix, Weebly, or Squarespace. Each of these platforms offer affordable and accessible options for building a website. But if you're looking to build something that's much more custom and advanced, then I suggest you explore WordPress. So take some time to play around with these different tools in order to determine the best tool for you and your situation. And then the last step in building your portfolio is to display your work. There really is no one correct way to structure and display the projects in your instructional design portfolio, but I do suggest that you dedicate one full page to each sample project that you display. From reviewing the example portfolios, determine a consistent structure for presenting your projects and be sure to discuss any relevant information such as the following the tools that you used to build the course or project screenshots and links to the fully functioning course and notable skills that are demonstrated in the course or project. And also one last tip, be sure to include in your portfolio a link to your resume and LinkedIn profile, which I'll discuss in more detail with you in another video. All right, that wraps up this week's podcast episode. And if you want some more help and more guidance, then make sure that you sign up for my free e-learning and instructional design for beginners toolkit tools and processes that'll actually help you start grow and advance your instructional design and e-learning course development career. This toolkit will provide you with everything that you need to get started for a successful career in instructional design. Just go to www.eteachonline.com toolkit. So if you liked this podcast, then you should definitely sign up for the toolkit. Just head to my website at www.eteachonline.com toolkit. I've also got a ton of other free resources that can help you succeed in instructional design. Visit my website at www.eteachonline.com. Thanks so much for listening. Now go out there and take action on what you learned about instructional design today.